every Arizona homeowner's best friend for 30 years. And it all has to do with you. Thanks for tuning in. It's Rosie on the House. Yeehaw! Good morning, y'all. I'm riding Man, it's been so busy. Jennifer and I just snuck the horses out one day last week. It's been a long time. That's some lonely horses. Thank goodness you get over there every once in a while. And I'm the only man I know to blame, but I'm living. Oh, yeah. I'm happy and I'm free. Good morning, y'all. Welcome to my house. Your weekend wake-up call. Arizona homeowner's happy place. Saturday morning tradition for 30 years. Woo! Well, I don't know how we're going to do it, but somehow, some way, we're going to pull it off again. One more Saturday. We're going to pack 10 hours of information in about a four-hour broadcast. We're going to be talking in the 10 o'clock hour details about windows, the role windows play in your life at your home. 9 o'clock, of course, will be open hour. Any project you're trying to tackle in, about, and around your house, home, castle, or cabin, you'll dial in, ask us the question, we'll do our very best to get you the answer that's appropriate for your neighborhood in Arizona. 8 o'clock hour, we've got Arizona Farm Bureau coming in. That'll be a kick. Talking, are we talking garlic wine? <laughs> well, is there garlic, such a thing? Garlic is in harvest right now. Okay. So each month when we bring them in, we're highlighting something specific that's in harvest. Oh. And we never really covered garlic on the program before. So no, we, we have it for this year. <laughs> no, we have it. But our garlic grower from Crooked Sky Farms, uh, he is so busy with all his community's agricultural supported agricultural. He's got fifteen different sites. Where they've got produce and vegetables out, he's he's got a, only a short window to join us. So then we've got uh, a vineyard from Cottonwood joining us to talk about the wine industry oh, for the second half of the. That's hour. all today at eight o'clock. Oh, and of course, hour. that's a packed hour. And of course, the seven o'clock hour is whatever we want to talk about. We're able to drag an old friend here into the studio, Mr. Robert Steve. Thank you for joining us. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Editor of Arizona Highways Magazine. Still don't think that's a job. <laughs> I, you know, I'm looking around this room I, and I'm thinking the same thing. <laughs> I still don't think being editor of Arizona Highways Magazine is a job. That's that's a hobby. It's a privilege is what it, it is. Yeah, boy, what a great job. So what are y'all up to at uh, Arizona Highways right now? I'm looking at the last couple of issues here and the one you just brought in. This is a pretty special issue right here. Yeah, we sort of uh, stopped the presses, so to speak. A good uh, friend and longtime com- contributor, Jerry Jack, uh, uh, started shooting for us in the 1950s. So he's been, uh, we've been buying photos from him for parts of seven decades. And uh, so we had this idea to sort of do an issue dedicated to him. And then unfortunately, he passed away in the, in the process. Um, but uh, it's, it's a remarkable issue. You know, some spectacular photography in there, uh, a lot of good old Arizona highways history. It's it's a typical issue for us, but it's it's a tribute to uh, somebody who really, uh, you know, I write in my column that, you know, 
we we talk a lot in the office about our Mount Rushmore. Who would be the four <laughs> the four faces up on that that uh, that monument? And we can never really come to any consensus in in the office. But uh, one of the names is always Jerry Jacko. Uh, just an Arizona rancher. Yeah, he he was a rancher up in the New River area. Uh, his fa- family, his parents homesteaded. He was Jerry was born here. His uh, parents homesteaded up there by uh, Anthem and New River in that area, and in the 1930s came out here in the late 20s and um, and worked hard. He had a career. He was a, worked for the sheriff's department and the justice department, and uh, um, and along the way picked up a camera and became one of our uh, one of our established photographers. Can you? Share with the listeners the story of this cover photo. Oh, absolutely, yes. Yeah. So, um, Walpi, which is the the really iconic spot up on the Hopi Reservation, um, the oldest, longest uh, occupied civilization in, in North America, at least in the United States. And um, so, it's and the the Hopi people are very reticent and resistant to photography, always have been and still are. And and photographers are are respectful of that. And so. Jerry, who spent a lot of time up on Navajo land and Hopi land, uh, had established a, a rapport with the folks up there. And so he had convinced one of the tribal elders at one point to um, let him make a photograph of Walpi, which hasn't happened. Ansel Adams has a shot, and there have been a few shots that are, that are impressive. But So Jerry, you know, made his case, and this elder, they were driving along in Jerry's pickup truck. And... Uh, they, they got to the spot that Jerry wanted to make the photograph, and Jerry leaned out the window and set his camera on the rearview mirror of the truck, sort of thinking he was just going to get this establishing shot. So he, he did that, and and then he was stood up to get his tripod out, and the elder was like, um, that's it, buddy. <laughs> and so uh, you're said, one, at one and done. We said you could take a picture. Yeah, it, right, <laughs> one picture. And and when you if and that's you, that picture. It's that. It's that wow, is, is that incredible? I don't yeah. think he could have beat that shot. Well, no, I think it was some sort of uh, intervention there from something greater than than all of them around because it's uh, arguably the best photograph ever made of uh, Walpi. It's a great shot. Now that's in an upcoming issue. That'll be in our April issue, which uh, um, should should be uh, subscribers should be getting that any day now. And that's. The, the entire issue oh, is dedicated to Jerry. Yeah, the whole issue, cover to cover, which we, we've never done that before either. This you know We've been around for 94 years, and it's the first time we've uh, dedicated a, an, an entire issue in this way. To what a wonderful tribute to him. Well, any consumer of your product knows the man. Yeah, his name is it, uh, very familiar, I think. Yeah, it plastered over all of y'all's work. Never knew him. Knew, knew, knew his wife. Never met Jerry. I knew... Uh, I knew his wife's family, mm-hmm. the Esseries. I guess they were the next door ranch. Yes, right they were. there in New River. Yeah, Jerry and Lois, uh, Lois Essery met when they were, I think, six years old, and you know, married each other and had uh, sixty-four years of marriage together and wonderful life. And and Lois is uh, was very actually instrumental in helping us dig through some of the archives to try and dig up some old photos. Jerry was an accomplished accordion player, and he had some some swing bands and things back in the day, and uh, we have some great old photos of him in there playing. He played the bass as well. He was sort of a Renaissance man. I, 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 I'm probably sounding a little hyperbolic about this man, but he was truly a, a wonderful man. And, you know, when you do these kinds of issues, you talk to all the people around in the industry and people who knew him, and he, he was, for all his greatness, he was probably the most humble man you would ever meet. He was just real down to earth. When he got wind that 
we were doing this issue, he called me up and his line was, well, you must be pretty desperate for content down there. <laughs> and that really kind of sums him up. Well, what else are y'all up to? That's been a that was a that was a consuming project. Yeah, you know, again, we didn't plan for it to the degree that we got into it, but uh, I have an amazing team and and everybody rallied, and again, the help of the family, we really put together something. Not you know, and it wasn't we had to be cognizant too that we didn't just want to make this you know about us and the family. We we put our readers and and their interests, of course, have to take priority over everything we do and so it's an absolute typical Arizona highways issue it's just got a, a lot of variety in it based on you know with a common theme um, other than that we just sent off our uh, our May issue went off to the printer um, two days ago and we're focusing on the, the Colorado River aha so lots of you know issues and stories have been done from up on the rim in different places on the canyon so this one is dedicated exclusively to experiences um, along the river and uh, if anybody's you know if any of your listeners have ever you know rode the river it's it's uh, really one of the most remarkable experiences any any human being can have well legally it's going to be in the news a lot i think water and the budget are the two things that are totally consuming the legislature right now they've got like seven or eight water yeah bills uh up for negotiation right now yeah there's always things going on up there and then you know there was the the, a lot of the 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 debate about the development that was you know going to happen or not happen up there and so you know it's it's been an ongoing issue i mean i've had the pleasure of spending a lot of time with superintendents at the grand canyon and and everyone i've known has told me that they spend about 95 percent of their time just trying to protect the canyon (laughs) from from all the different things out there and threats and and water rights and things like that. Well, it's going to be in the news a lot, but uh, the the just the water content. Now that we're back in a dry year, last year it was not not a, not a problem, right? Right. Yeah, <laughs> it was. We we had a, a blessing last spring. Yeah. So what are you doing? Uh, what are you doing when you're not at the desk right now? <laughs> have well, you, have you had time to get out? I have not, frankly, had too much time to get out. I'm I'm itching to hit the trail again, and and that'll be happening probably in the next couple of weeks. Um, I've been a little bit. Uh, consumed. We're uh, doing a, a new book. I've, I'm actually working on a couple of different books. Um, Grand Canyon National Park, not the canyon, of course. That's about a billion years old. But the park itself will turn um, 100 on February 26th of next year. So we just passed the 99th birthday of the park. So we're um, working on a book um, uh, related to that and what I'm doing because our history, our timeline is almost identical to that of the park. So I'm, I've been curating our archive. And so we're doing a book about Arizona Highways coverage of the Grand Canyon National Park over the last uh, 10 decades. So um, I've had the, the thrill of looking through every story we have done about the park. And, man, there's some, wow. great, there's some great old stuff back in there. And it's interesting when you go through some of those things is, uh, you know, a lot of the stuff. The experiences are the same as you'd have today, but um, just the way people had to do things, you know, just getting down to the river back in those days when there weren't trails and the first, you know, explorers. Today's actually the the uh, anniversary of the establishment of the U.S. Geological Survey back in 1879, and, and John Wesley Powell, who of course, is famous for running the river was he wasn't the first uh, director of USGS, but he was the first significant one. The first gentleman was in there 
about 20 minutes. And then Powell, <laughs> Powell came in and took that job and, you know, really helped map a lot of the, uh, the West. But, uh, you know, a lot of the stuff he did in the canyon and how they had to get into places and stuff, it's fascinating reading these old stories. It's fun reading the uh, old stories about the magazine. I want to talk when we get back about sure. how, what was the magazine when it started. Ooh, very good. All right, we'll be right back, y'all. Taking a big, big view this morning of our great state of Arizona with the editor of Arizona Highways Magazine, Mr. Robert Steve. Robert, again, thanks for coming in and joining us this morning. Um, I think I've mentioned this to you before. You're the only editor I read the editor's letter. Oh, well. I usually blow past that. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, I'm flattered. I'm not sure I believe you, Rosie, but I do. I've seen do you, it. <laughs> do you remember what you wrote in February? Um, what was, on, the, what on, was, on, what was on the no. cover of the, that was Alex <laughs> <laughs> World? I, I know issue. that was in that, that was in October, right? <laughs> yeah, really, truthfully, yeah. yeah. No, it was it was it was the discovery of the one magazine you oh, were missing. Absolutely, yeah. That was uh, that was a fascinating bit of history in Arizona highways. So so I had this idea that I wanted to put, and you and I were just talking, Jennifer, offline here about um, uh, the, our website, and I wanted to get onto our website a, 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 all a covers archive so, so people could go to our website and just look at every cover we've ever done. And so in the process of, of compiling, that, that's something you might have thought we would have had, but it's, you know, digitizing all that stuff takes a lot of time and effort. So we, we took inventory of every issue we had. And, and, and again, that's how many years? Uh, nine, yeah, since 1925 and yeah. um, almost 12 a year. There were a couple of times during World War II where we would double up issues and stuff oh. because there were rations on paper and interesting things like that. And so going through this archive, we discovered that there was a single issue that we did not have. In all those years. Yeah. There's and, one we're missing. Right. And so, you know, <laughs> we, we put out a press release. It sort of became this newsy thing. And, and I, you know, I was dubious. I didn't really think people read press releases anymore. And all of a sudden, we got coverage all over the world, literally. People, it was picked up by newspapers and television stations. You know, Arizona Highways is looking for December 1930. And it was the one issue we didn't have a copy of. And we have all kinds of hardbound versions in the office, too. So, you know, you'll take 12 years and bind them into a book. We had those. Yeah. 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 And we looked, and none of the bound copies in our office had it either. And we, so we started thinking, well, maybe for some reason they didn't do, you know, it was right after the stock market crash. Maybe for some reason we didn't do a December issue. And ultimately, a gentleman, uh, um, out in the West Valley, and and one I think he was in Surprise, maybe, um, you know, reached out to us, and he actually had a copy. He's he's working on collecting every single issue, and and the interesting thing is, you know, prior to 1938, Arizona Highways was very different from from what you see today. 
And so that's, I think, why it's not a collector's item. But fortunately, this gentleman had one and and brought it in, and we were able to get it scanned. And uh, you know, we we hired some Brinks trucks to bring it in from the West Valley, and, <laughs> and we carried it like you know, you like you carry the Pope in that thing, and and um, we ultimately got it scanned in. So we don't have a hard copy, but we do now have a digital version. The December nineteen thirty. So now you have every. Mm-hmm. I, every issue you, you've ever published. Yes, okay. indeed. And that's on the website? It's not up yet. Oh, okay. Right. <laughs> it's, it's on its way, though. Okay. Too the busy check's pro- in the mail. They're too busy producing all these new books you've got. That's true. But the content of that December 1930 mm-hmm. issue, yeah. you were talking about in 38, a lot of things changed. Prior to 38, you were like a, an, an engineer's owner's manual. Exactly. It, it's thus the name. You know, a lot of people wonder about the name. It's not a name that you see associated with tra- travel magazines usually have the word travel, you know, Condé Nast Traveler, National Geographic Traveler, those things. And so Arizona Highways was different. And so um, there are something called consumer publications, which is what Arizona Highways is and, you know, Sports Illustrated, those kinds of magazines. And then there are trade magazines. And so they're, they're publications done for people in a trade. So you know, people in the refrigeration business would have trade journals, and and highway engineers had had one called Arizona Highways <laughs> that started in 1925, and a lot of the stories in there were about the latest technology and road graders and culverts and guardrails and things like that, and and there were stories about new roads that were being built, and they, you know. I think I think in my column I, it's coming back to me, okay. Rosie. Um, I think I referenced that the, one of the big big stories in that issue was that the the plank road out to Yuma from Gila Bend was almost completed, and so it was it was uh, getting reoiled. Reoiled, yeah, thank you. That, That's what it was. The last, the last six miles of the plank road were getting oiled. Yeah. So it, I mean, frankly, it was today. You know, looking back, it's very dreadful reading for the most part. But every once in a while. They would stick in something that we might think of today as uh, travel. Well, did it gradually trade over? Or? Well, what happened was in in 1938, a gentleman by the name of Raymond Carlson came along and uh, uh, he transformed it. He saw an opportunity to show the world that Arizona was because you know there wasn't internet then and things, so he saw it as an opportunity to really showcase the beauty and culture of Arizona. Just kind of being the little history geeky engineer guy, I'd love to see some of those early articles because I I come up on roads all the time and I think, you know, this road was graded mm-hmm. with a horse grader yeah. with a guy sitting in a chair strapped to the grader. <laughs> yeah. And how, how, going up the Mogollon Rim, there are several roads, how was there even enough room for the horse to find footing and purchase to drag this grader to, I, I don't know how they did it. They were brave, and I don't think they got paid enough, to be honest with you. <laughs> they probably couldn't have been paid enough. Oh, manual equine graders. I, 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 I'm not sure how they work. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Rosie on the House. Just sitting here this morning at the breakfast table with the first cup of coffee. Somebody's dialing in. I think they want to talk to Robert. We're here with Robert Steve, good friend uh, and editor of Arizona Highways Magazine. Now, how long have you been in that chair? 
I'm uh, coming up on 11 years next month. So. Well, it's amazing. You said that, that the magazine is how many years old? Yeah, we're Nine. 94 years old. They're, I'm only the 10th editor That's in, amazing. in history. So it must and be a really good job. Well, if you can get that job, why would you ever <laughs> let it go? Well, Mr. Carlson, who we, we, we referenced in the last segment to uh, really transform the magazine, he was there for 39 years, so he wow. kind of threw the curve a What a life's a work, bit. huh? Um, I'm the third longest tenured uh, so far, but uh, I'm not going to catch Ray, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> well, we're rooting for you. Well, before Wynn uh, introduced us, I really didn't like you very much. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard that before, but, but that was that. That probably had something to do about being jealous. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I yeah. Wynn gave me this job and helped me uh, get my foot in that door, and I'll forever be grateful. It was. It's it, you mentioned it at the at the outset that it's not really a job, and it and I I. I if even at after a weekend I'm anxious so excited to get not that I stop working on the weekend because it's a job that you're always working on things and thinking about but it's a, it's a it's a privilege to to walk in those those hallowed doors every every Monday morning. You were talking about a press release that went out in y'all's search for one missing issue and mm-hmm. that you got responses from around the world literally from around the world. And you you must circulate around the world because this picture contest on the back is mm-hmm. never won by anybody <laughs> in Arizona, ever. couple things, Rosie. <laughs> first of all, and I've said this to you before, I, first of all, I love radio and I love your show and I love being on it. When I'm on here, I hear more from more people than, than anything else I do. Secondly, every time I'm on here, you bust me about that very same point. I, do he I? Does. Yes, you do. Okay. He does have and there have, to, and to for the record, there have been some local winners. <laughs> to your other point. I think he just thinks he should be able to win them all. Yeah. You know? uh, to your other point, we have subscribed. I'll, I'll let it go. No, you don't have to. It's, <laughs> it keeps me honest. It's a random drawing. If you read, really? if you actually read the fine print, Rosie. Oh, there's rules. It, there's in rules there. in there. It's a random draw, and you know, and, and the reason that happens, all joking aside, is we have subscribers in 120 countries around the world and all 50 states. So, you know, when you stick your your finger in the hat and pull out a name, there's a pretty good chance it's going to come from Poughkeepsie or or Lawrence, Kansas, or somewhere like that. Well, one of the really wonderful things about Arizona highways is all the different ways that you draw the the viewer or readers, I'm mm-hmm. sorry, Radio Land. But how I many readers you draw in, they have a chance to um, submit photography. Mm-hmm. They have a chance to be able to write. Um, well, yeah, you know, our history is 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 based on contributors, and you know, we don't have a staff of photographers. Our we have a photo editor who's an extremely talented photographer, um, and and my staff and myself we do some writing, but there's a lot of content to generate. So we're dependent and always have been on, on contributors, uh, whether that's photographers or writers. Um, we're currently in what we call our query phase for a couple of weeks, and 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 you mentioned. That uh, so if if your listeners want to write for us, you go to our website and it explains how you can pitch story ideas basically to us. And as it relates to photography, you know we're always encouraging uh, uh, people to to show us their portfolios. And one of the ways we we sort of discover what we would call new photographers um, on our website, for example, we do something called the photo of the day, and anybody can submit to that. Um, we've discovered some really talented people through that and have used their work. And then also um, we do a, a photo contest every year uh, in the fall. And, and there have been several that have come out of that that have become regular um, contributors to us. Because, you know, the thing about photography, and I know we've talked about it on the show here before, 
a lot of people can have the the requisite skills, you know, f stops and all of those things. But so much of photography is scouting locations and understanding, you know, the light patterns and the time of year and 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 frankly, just a lot of sitting in the back of your camper waiting for the clouds to roll in. And so, especially with landscape photography, you know, these these men and women literally are on the road 300 days a year just kind of waiting for the right weather and the right situation. So so it takes a lot of work. And so the, the, the more people we have out doing that, the better. You even have a place on your website that gives photo tips. Yes, we do. And and I think there's some good tips in there. And, and uh, again, a lot of photographers, you know, know the basic stuff. But, you know, it's amazing talking to our photographers, some, especially some of the established ones, you know, Jack Dykinga, who's a Pulitzer Prize winner and You've seen his name in our, our magazine for, for many decades. One of his most famous shots, he had to hike about four hours into this spot, and he was a little late getting going in the morning, and the guide that was leading him back there said, come on, we got to get going, get going. And he got there, and he was about 10 minutes late and missed the perfect light for this, oh. this, this sort of iconic shot of his. He ultimately went back to that spot, I think, seven times before he finally got one photograph that really – you know, became special, but it takes a lot of work. Man. Romy, what did you have there? Oh, it was back to March's picture. Do you Are you able to identify all these locations? Not me. You know, I, I know a lot of them. Of course, I'm part of the, the decision-making <laughs> process that puts them in there. But, yeah, it's and it's interesting. So you're talking about the, the last I just page. Know, is, is, that the Mex- is that Mexico down there? Are those the Mexican mountain snow-capped looking south? I don't know about that. Let me see. I can't see it without being closer to it. But but so th- talking about the where is this contest on our last page right. each month, one that sometimes actually does have a winner from in Arizona. Um, and so it's it's fascinating. You know, we, we put that in the magazine back in 2008, and we get thousands of, of entries in that. And so basically for your for your listeners, not sure what we're talking about, we put a photo in, and ask where is this? And 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 some of them are more difficult than others, and uh, but this one's a, this one's been a little tricky. Haven't had as many responses to this. I one. believe that's the Wachukas, buddy. Is it? They're that yeah. long? Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. I just didn't picture. A, I think it would is. make sense now. <laughs> saying that, I just I did not have them in my mind as that long of a range. But it, that's what it, I love about that part of the testing myself that part of the magazine it really makes me mad when i don't know what it is yeah (laughs) you know if it's like have we stumped you before yes you're somebody i don't think we could stump like that's my new mission when it's a city (laughs) when it's something like of a building Mm -hmm. or uh i think san carlos hotel was in there recently stuff like that will stump me but a landscape i can get pretty close yeah yeah, it's uh, it's it's a it's a it's a it's a fun page. We have uh, a lot of response. It's a good way to interact with readers. And you know, nobody, almost nobody, actually sends in just the answer. Most people have this great little story <laughs> about the first time they were there with their grandfather or whatever it might be. And it's it's you know, we try to respond to all those those uh, emails. Do those well, photos just come out of your archive that you? Put yeah, you know. A lot of times it's just our contributors out on the road and they, they see something they think is interesting that we really don't have a place for. And it's uh, and, and it's sort of become a challenge, you know, out to some of our photographers. Hey, hey, go get us some really cool where is this photos. <laughs> and, uh, and that's where most of those come from. Well, I'm partly responsible for y'all uh, shipping out of state because 
I tell you what, all my relatives mm-hmm. back in Louisiana, uh, and South Carolina, uh, we we give a, a, quite a few gift subscriptions out. And I never get one of those cousins on the phone where the they don't want to talk about the aunt that's in the hospital <laughs> or, you know— uh, or 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 the cousin that won the Nobel Peace Prize. They they want to talk about the last. Did you see the last? Oh. I mean, it's one of the most appreciated gifts I give every year. Well, you know, we're grateful. Thank you for for giving those subscriptions. That's what helps keep, keeps us in business. You know, as for your for your listeners, maybe not familiar with the magazine. We don't have ads in there. We have two ad spots. You know, we're not like most magazines, which are 50 to 60 percent ads. And so um, we're dependent on subscriptions. And, and so your, your, your large family is very good for us. <laughs> and, um, and to your point about the, the experience of reading it, you know, our, we're very cognizant of understanding that a lot of people reading this don't live here. So, you know, we have to make sure it's a magazine both for armchair travelers in Louisiana and then also for folks like those of us here in the studio who want to get out and go down to the Huachucas and see those snow-capped mountains. So um, we try to make it interesting not just for people who live here but for all the rest. I have a, a cousin who passed away three years ago, but three years before that he had been getting – they have been getting a copy for probably 15 years, 20 years. And he saw some pictures. Now, this is a man that has never been west – of the Sabine River, mm. which separates. They don't leave their own parish there. <laughs> <laughs> That's a border between Texas and Louisiana. Yeah, okay. never been west of the Sabine River. And he calls me and he says, if I, if, if I flew to Phoenix, could you take me here? Hmm. And I said, Johnny, if you, get, <laughs> if you get your behind on an airplane and land at Sky Harbor, I'll take you anywhere as you want to go. Oh, man. And he was a chain smoker, and he quit smoking. Before the trip, so that he could be sit, because he would never, he would never be able to sit for three hours without smoking like five right. cigarettes. Sure. <laughs> so he quit smoking. Wow. Flew to Phoenix, and I took him to the spot. That is one of the best <laughs> stories you'll ever hear. What a what a great story, and glad that we helped inspire that a little bit. I, I just, you know, we get a lot of letters and emails and things, and a quick story about I got a letter the other day, and I actually posted it up on Instagram, and it's gotten tremendous response. But I got this letter from this 95-year-old man up in Colorado, and he's a painter, and he was writing to ask permission to paint images from our magazine because technically it's a copyright issue. And so most people don't ask, and, you know, that's that's (laughs) understood. But this gentleman didn't. He said, you know, I had a a subscription about 40 years ago, but I'm going to get another one soon. And I thought, here's a man, 95 years old, and he's thinking ahead. I'm going to go ahead and get that subscription to Arizona Highways, renew it again after 40 years. And um, just a wonderful uh, a letter from this man. And, and it's the kind of, you know, audience that we have. You know, we just have this this tremendous readership out there that feel vested in this magazine. And, and it's, it's pretty special. How many people do you have on staff? We're a small staff. My staff is myself and six other people um, in the That's editorial side. That's a lot to side. manage. Yeah. Well, in addition to the, all the books we write and produce and all the social media and the Facebook and the Instagram. That and, is a lot. And the related products and the calendars. and well, keeping up this website. And yeah, and the website. Yeah, right. The big. website, too. Yeah. That's I mean, another big one. I mean, a daily picture is a big commitment. Yeah, there's a lot going on. And, um, again, we, you know, going back to your point about it not being a job, everybody that, you know, is on my team you know, is so thrilled to be a part of this this legendary publication that, 
you just pour everything into it because you you just love it. And and we have people on my staff that are younger and you know don't have sort of the same deep roots as it, but it's just it gets it gets into your blood. When I was first, it was Pat McMahon really mm-hmm. that put me up to it. He says you ought to have Win on. Yeah. You know, I said you know I should I should. So I, I drove down there to introduce myself, and we we met. And this has to be about fifteen years ago, I would guess. I don't know. I lose track of time. When probably call and say, "No, Rose, that was <laughs> I don't know, twenty-two years." I don't know. But as we're finishing the meeting, it, y'all had just finished like clearing out some archived room, and there mm-hmm. was this banker box mm-hmm. of just lo- loose leaf, old, dusty books and stuff like that. And it was just kind of sitting behind the little receptionist desk there, and. Wynn pointed at it, and he said, that's just some old stuff we don't know what to do with. I said, can I look through it? I said, can I have it? uh, (laughs) It all had little price tags on it. I said, can I buy the whole box? Those are some of the best books. They're like like the history of Rye, Arizona, Mm -hmm. written by the uh, wives of local ranchers. Right. I mean, I mean, they're just great, great stories. Yeah. There's so many things that we have published and I'm, it's sad to say that we don't have copies of everything we've done. Not only did we not have December, 1930, but there are books and things. And I've been personally going on eBay, trying to buy some of these <laughs> things for myself, just because I, you know, again, not to, to, to overdo this, but you know, I love looking through the archives and just reading, you know, because it's the not just the history of the magazine, but the history of Arizona. And you oh. get this flavor for life from from days gone by. Absolutely. Robert Steve, editor of Arizona Highways. More with Robert when we get back. Where they walk, where they walk. And they talk, and they talk. And they twist, but like this. This chain, don't you hear me? Well, they're out there having fun. Having fun out in that Arizona sun. That's Gary D. He can find a song. You could say Aardvark. And 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 he would he would have a song that he could play. Give me a second. Give me a second. <laughs> Making it fun. All right, Robert, we've been talking about the magazine Arizona Highways, in which you sit as editor in chief. Y'all do a lot of other things too. We have been uh, producing millions and millions of calendars for for many many years, and still a huge part of our business model and a great way. You know, our mission is to promote travel in Arizona. That's ultimately the goal of everything we do. And those calendars alone really inspire people. You know, you talked about your cousin, and yeah. you know, and people see those things and want to get there. And so, um, and then then books is you know, books have been a big part of our history, and and we're constantly working on one on what, new books. What are what are some current projects? I see you brought a few in here this morning. Yeah, we started putting together what I I just sort of unofficially called our box set, and it's it's a series of guidebooks. So you know, we have hiking Arizona and camping Arizona and. And scenic drives, and and we've uh, just come out don't, with it. Don't you have an eating Arizona? No. Well, you want to do that one together with me? <laughs> I think that's Roger Naylor's book. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so uh, we came out with a new book, our uh, Arizona guidebook, and it, it replaces something that we had in the past, which was a very thick book that sort of told, you know, you guys do these wonderful staycations, and it sort of gave a lot of that kind of information, restaurants and lodging. Well, the reality is those books are out of date before they get back from the printer because restaurants close and things change. <laughs> so we were really looking for a way to sort of 
you know, emphasize what we do best, which is the visual, right? And then and then a, and attach some some beautiful words to it. So it's it's a very scenic kind of guidebook with a lot of beautiful photographs and each and so we've sort of split the the state in half going east west so this is part one is sort of the northern half of the state and so it's broken down by cities you know flagstaff and and williams and and page and 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 in each section there's there's information about it's actually the ultimate staycation kind of book you know where to hike where to eat where to sleep is it off the presses now yeah it's it's available now yes it's available now and you know we even have a piece in there the best photo op in this area so if you're a, a you know, a shutter bug and you want to go out and get that great shot, we kind of tell you where to go do that too. So it's really a great how-to for experiencing, in this case, the northern half of the state, and we're working on the southern half, which will be part two, which will come out uh, as soon as we can. You have kind of a backup feature on your website called Eat and Sleep. Mm, Yes. (laughs) Well, you know, I mean, being a travel magazine you know, everybody, you know, thinks travel means go see the Grand Canyon and go see Saguaro National Park or go down to Sierra Vista and see Ramsey's, Ramsey Canyon. But, you know, people go to places like that and they also need to know where to eat and, and, and oftentimes where to sleep. It's a big state. It's hard to do a day trip to, you know, the Chiricahuas and, and come back to, to Phoenix in the same day. Um, but uh, food's a big part of it. And, and as you guys know, and we've talked about, you know, we were talking about Satchmo's up in Flagstaff yeah. and some other places. There's places that if you're not, if you don't know about it, you might drive right, ba- right, by, right yeah. past it. Because, yeah, it's way off the beat. You know, or it looks like such a dive that it's like, well, I <laughs> am too. not going into that place. But it turns out they have the, best, the, best. the best food, you know, anywhere around. Hey, so. well, we've got about a minute. you got to talk about y'all's, the staycation y'all are putting together for the magazine. This yeah. Yeah. This is awesome. Well, this is a big, uh, big one in July coming up. Um, we're we're recreating a story we did back in the '50s, which um, the writer basically spent 14 days driving around the state. So we're, we're recreating that. We're calling it the Arizona Highways ultimate road trip and so we've sent a writer out who's completed the trip he did it in seven days and and our our objective is to kind of make it like travels with charlie or blue highways one of those great travel log great books. books yeah and so he's uh, he's working on that and then ultimately we're gonna you know give away um the ultimate arizona highways road trip and so we're gonna you know give it give our our folks a chance to to win it trip to go out uh, you know go out and recreate that trip basically oh that's we'll keep us that's posted. we'll keep staycation. our listeners posted yeah. for sure we'll get a hold of our friends at sanderson ford and see if that winner couldn't go to sanderson lincoln and pick up the lincoln of their choice to take on the trip that would make it the ultimate <laughs> ultimate road trip <laughs> man but we don't know how we can win that yet yeah we're still we don't even have the story in from the writer yet but it'll be our july issue but in the next uh, couple months we'll start having some information on our website about that seven day tour of the great state of arizona uh with the editor of arizona highways as your tour guide i mean you, you just <laughs> you, you're just gonna spell it all out for them and set yeah, it all up that's awesome yeah we'll make that's it awesome. easy for them All right, Miss Jennifer, our staycation. Right now, you go to rosieonthehouse.com and you register. We're going to draw. We'll be drawing for April. We'll draw in another two weeks. That'll be for the Grand Canyon April winner is going to Grand Canyon. The winner right now is down Sierra Vista. That's right. We put together quite the package down there. Ramsey Canyon Inn. They get um, Arizona Highways books, Coyote Odie's Basket. Tickets to Arizona Folklore Preserve and the Karchner Cavern Caverns yeah. Tour. Boy, that's going to be a quite a weekend. Mm, that's going to be great. Ramsey Canyon Inn. You'll 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 go back there. That's for sure.